Breaking news from The Athletic. This is Andy Staples and Ari Wasserman from The Athletic with breaking news. Alabama has won the national championship with a 52-24 win over Ohio State in the national title game. For a game that that was a, this much of a blowout, there's a lot to talk about. You know, I, I was really shocked by how Alabama at, at one point, because remember, it was 14-14, it was 21-14, it was 21-17, and you thought, okay, Ohio State's going to be able to hang, and then Alabama just hit the gas, and it was over. And I I think the, the lasting image of the game is going to be tough Borland trying to cover Devontae Smith, which, look, that's never going to work, ever. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> there's no doubt about it, and I think it's kind of – the microcosm of the entire game, really, when you look at it, it, it wasn't so much that um, Ohio State wasn't athletically built to compete in this game. It was that their defense wasn't put in a position to to compete at the highest level. And if you put uh, a, a linebacker who, not not disparaging him in any way, but is probably the slowest player on the team, uh, or at least the slowest player on the field against the Heisman Trophy winner, you know, that's what's going to happen. And that's, you know, He's supposed to have help over the top. The help wasn't there. They had guys playing out of position. And when we talked about the game leading into it, Andy, we talked about how Ohio State didn't have uh, as much of an opportunity to work through some of these issues in the secondary. And those issues popped up again. And part of the reason why they were masked in the in the Clemson game was that they were able to get after Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, unfortunately for Ohio State, Mac Jones could have read a Stephen King novel in the pocket and and still gotten his, his passes off. Like on time. like the stand, like like over a thousand pages. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Those are quick reads, but you know, still, <laughs> uh, he he had all the time in the world, and you know, it kind of looked to me that Ohio State was doing everything in its power to, you know, keep things in front of them, uh, let Alabama take things under the top, but their defense didn't have a chance the entire game, and. You know, it's been a long time since Ohio State hasn't had a chance defensively to get a single stop, let alone stay in a football game. And, you know, you, you put yourself in a position to to not be able to compete. And my my thing always is if you build this team the way that Ohio State's been built and they're in the national championship game because they are built this way, then part of you just has to let them the athletes go and and get after the quarterback, blitz more, you know, get in faces. And if you get beat over the top a few times, and you get beat over the top a few times. But it just wasn't Ohio State football. And part of the reason why is because Alabama's a juggernaut, you know. And, you know, that's kind of the way the game goes. But at the same time, too, I don't think that anybody uh, from the Ohio State side of things would look at that and say this team was put in the best position to win and if you look at at the defense that's the a good place to start and maybe part of the reason they weren't able to get after the quarterback as efficiently as they did in the Clemson game is because they didn't have Tommy Togiai or Ty, Tyreek Smith but that's not an excuse they, they just didn't get put in the best positions and even offensively they didn't do some of the things that they that we've become accustomed to seeing. So, you know, the best team in the college football clearly won. It wasn't the game that we all hoped for, but you know, at the end of all this uh, weird year, the best team won and here we are. So, you know, what does that mean for the context of the sport or Ohio state or Clemson and all that stuff moving forward is what we'll talk about tonight and in the months moving forward. Well, and the best player in college football was the best player on the field. Uh, Devonte Smith, 12 catches, 215 yards, three touchdowns, all in the first half because he dislocated his finger early in the second half. They couldn't get it put back in, Nick Saban said. Uh, he Smith was was begging to play in the second half in spite of that, uh, but he did not end up getting back in the game. 
Uh, Jalen Waddle, who came back from from an injury very probably quicker than than most people could, uh, played. He wasn't himself, obviously, but but he played, and especially after Smith went out, he played a bigger role. Yeah, I think it's a shame uh, that we got robbed of what I think might have been one of the best single postseason performances in the history of the sport. I mean, what he was able to do, <laughs> partly because of Ohio State's defensive alignment deficiencies, but in part because he's just the best player in the in the country. Um, imagine putting that together for four quarters. And it's funny because there was a time, even Andy, in the second half when Ohio State was down by 14 in the middle of the third quarter and were a down or two away from getting off the field. And, you know, maybe they could have gotten within seven and made it a football game. But Ohio State couldn't stop Bama even uh, when things weren't down uh, or even when things were down. With Devontae Smith off the field, Mac Jones rolled an ankle, Najee Harris was on the sideline, Jalen Waddle could barely walk, and they still scored a touchdown. And, so and so Mac away. Jones actually had a, a really bad bone bruise that they initially thought was a, a broken bone. And he didn't he didn't break it. He said they, they, they took x-rays at the stadium. But I, I'm with you. That drive right after Smith went out where it was, you know, because Smith was so dominant in the first half, and he goes out and you're thinking, okay, what will they be able to do without him? And they still marched it right down the field. Yeah, no, and it was a it was a point in the game where Ohio State technically could have gotten back in it. And, you know, Alabama's first drive in the, in the second half – uh, they went seven minutes and kicked the field goal. Um, but And then Ohio State answered that with a one-minute touchdown drive. Once they were unable to get off the field there, that was it. That was the game. And, you know, it, it's funny because we talked about how many times will Ohio State stop Alabama or would Ohio State be able to string three stops consecutively like they did against Clemson. And they didn't really do it once until the game was out of reach. And you can't win a national championship against a team that's that talented without stopping them. And, you know, too, I think like Ryan Day is known for his aggressiveness, but there were some things in the first half there that just weren't consistent with the way that we've seen him call games, Andy. I thought the fourth and nine uh, punt in, in plus territory was kind of weird. And I get that fourth and nine, you uh, you know, are, are kind of far out there, but I, I wouldn't punt the ball to Alabama in plus territory unless it's fourth and 20. Um, the second thing was the field goal from the opposing six. And the third thing was kind of running it out right before halftime when Alabama scored and they had a minute and a half left. It almost just felt like, you know, they were trying not to lose instead of trying to win. And, you know, if they would have gotten another touchdown there or, or been more aggressive and, you know, put themselves in a position to maybe make this game a little bit closer going into the half, uh, this might have gone differently. But, you know, I think you, at the you end, notice Alabama did try to put a dagger in. Yeah. There at the end of the first half, they didn't wind up being able to do it. Was it close. But they tried. Imagine running out the clock and still leaving enough time for your opponent to score again in a blowout. They, it was just, you know, it, it wasn't the way that Ohio State wanted things to go. And, of course, they lost two defensive linemen uh, before the game. They lost Wyatt Davis, their best offensive lineman, potentially. Trey Sermon got injured on the first drive. You know, the things just it just wasn't Ohio State's night. Uh, but I don't know that any of that stuff would have made a difference in the long haul. Um, it just yeah, looked I, like I'm they, not sure it would have yeah. mattered against this team. I, I, I think the bigger question is, this team versus 2019 LSU, who you got. And I think it's a really, it'd be a fun game because, you know, this team obviously is, is somewhat similar to, to last year's Alabama team, not completely. Uh, but we know they played a classic in Tuscaloosa. 
LSU was the better team that day. It was, you know, they, they were up two scores and, and Bama would score and, and make it one, a one score game. But LSU wasn't uncomfortable for most of the game. This would have been a fun <laughs> hypothetical matchup. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics new headlines section for much more on this story. To get access to all the Athletics great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod, where you can find our latest subscription offer. It's a good one. Just $3.99 a month. Come on. It's a latte a month. Do it. Theathletic.com slash headline pod.